Welcome to Cups and Cupcakes, the podcast. It's Lindsay. I'm Steph. And I'm Marley. And we did not just mess up the intro oh. five times. No. Definitely this not. Was the, this was the first there, time and it was perfect. We are all perfect and have no flaws. Exactly. This is a scripted show. Um, <laughs> I wrote it all I'm kind right of before we got on, on here. To- to run a what i wrote it i wrote the podcast what we're all talking right now the script especially the part we just oh i see her. here what yep we planned it <laughs> <laughs> i see it's written here by marley so yeah you're right you did write this by marley on her Good iphone job. 5 ew <laughs> why would i have an iphone why 5 hey, that's like so old <laughs> That's just what it says when someone responds on like Gmail on their iPhone. It like oh, like sent from my iPhone. This person isn't on a computer; they're on their phone. What a schmuck! <laughs> there's a there's a vendor at my work that e- that we have that we've emailed that you can tell he has replied using his phone and you can tell that he is also of an older generation because there's a a, a signature in there for every time he responds that says i'm on my or i sent this from my phone please forgive any typos or mistakes in my in my message or whatever and i just like that's i like first time i ever seen something like that and it just made me chuckle so hard (laughs) That's tender. All right, you guys. So today we are talking about the ever popular, ever constantly used uh, tag on TikTok, even if it's not about this game, Genshin Impact. Really? Genshin Impact is such a big deal that people will tag their TikToks with with Genshin so that (laughs) it goes there, even when it's not about Genshin. That's interesting. Okay. I feel like that's cheating. I feel like that's cheating. I mean, you can tag with anything you want. Back in our radio days, Stephanie would tag our radio show as like porn and like two hot girls and like (laughs) a bunch of like crazy stuff. And then we'd get random followers from Texas who were like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) What? We did have a fan from Texas (laughs) that like tuned in every time. And then my aunt also was a, a. regular tuner in her most of stephanie's family was our fan base and then i had no one on my side of the family listening (laughs) it's okay stephanie's family is my family oh that's true but we're talking about genshin impact if you didn't get that from that rambling introduction you guys this so far this episode has been a winner and it's just going to continue to win so buckle up (laughs) Yes, Buttercup. Do you want me to read about the game? Please I do. should do. So I feel like we should start off by saying, though, in case you're having deja vu, you're right. Because we have covered this game on the podcast before. That is true. Why, why are we covering it it's again, true. one this might ask. Respawn. Yes, exactly. Because the more has been released. Yes. And also it's very like like Steph was saying like it's like super popular and it's still relevant and um you know we just felt like we had a little bit more to say about it and plus me and Steph actually played it this time like part of it a very small part of it because it's a huge game but yeah so let's talk I'm gonna still give the spiel just in case this is the first time you have found this podcast so this comes from Wikipedia. Genshin Impact is an action role-playing game developed and published by MiHoYo. It was released on all the platforms <laughs> in 2020. And then later... Except for Nintendo Switch. Yes. You're right. Because, yes, later it was PlayStation 5 in 2021, and then it is set for release on Nintendo Switch at some point. Um, So yes, this game features an anime-style open-world environment and an action-based battle system using elemental magic and character switching. The game is free-to-play and is monetized through Gacha Games, 
mechanics through which players can obtain new characters and weapons. The base game is expanded regularly through patches using the games as a service model. So yeah, it takes place in the fantasy world of Tevat. Is that how you say it? Uh huh. Tevat. Tevat. And it's I was home to it like Teviot, like Aaron Teviot. <laughs> what is Teviot? Aaron Teviot. This is vanilla extract <laughs> from my vacation. Oh. Oh. Why I didn't yeah. actually drink it. What? Oh. <laughs> well, I just thought you were like downing some balsamic or some soy sauce. That's Yum. also what I do. <laughs> Wild Friday night. Do I have high, high sodium levels. We don't know. <laughs> Aaron Teviot was on Gossip Girl and he was also, um, he's on Broadway in a bunch of different shows. He's currently playing the love interest in Moulin Rouge. Is Noted. he the guy in Gossip Girl who was like the senator guy or whatever that Serena was dating and then he was like in a car crash with her or something? Is no, it that I guy? I think he was married to like Blair's cousin and then they started cheating on her. And uh, is it the senator? It might be the senator. I think these are the same stories. Yes, that guy. I just had to look him up. Okay, okay. Yes. Anyways, back to... Tevot, Tevot, <laughs> gosh dang it, um, home to seven nations, and each of them are tied to like a different element, and they're ruled by a different god. So the story of the game follows the Traveler, who has traveled across countless worlds with their twin sibling before becoming separated. And then the Traveler travels <laughs> in search of their lost sibling with their companion, Paimon, and becomes involved in the affairs of Tevat's nations. So yeah, you start off the game, you you are you see the twins, it's a boy and a girl, and you see them get separated by some sort of entity. Yes, okay, thank you. I'm like, what was it again? And then at that point you choose, like, do you want to play as the boy twin or the girl twin? So whatever one you want to play. I chose the girl. But they still refer to them as traveler. Like they're mm -hmm. very um, non-gendered in this game. It seems like like they just like as far as that character goes. Pretty much, their names are in the game Lumine and Ether. Mm. If you like, so like when you eventually spoiler alert run into your twin, you're like Ether, what are you doing? And he's just like Lumine. I tell you this, you know. So they do have names, but everyone refers to you as the Traveler because everyone can pick a different screen name. And so yeah. then they don't yeah. have to make two different scripts. Right. Yes. So yeah, that's kind of how the game starts. So you're you're just thrown into this world and you don't really know where you're going. And so then all of a sudden this little like character on that flies shows up Paimon and starts to tell you what you need to do. And it's, you know, it's kind of like you're all of a sudden in tutorial mode and the game Cue is the helping you along. Video game character probably ever. Paimon. Oh my gosh. Her voice is the worst. I do have to say. Paimon. And she talks in third person. Yep. Paimon. I, have a love-hate relationship with there are times paimon has actually made me laugh but other times i'm like oh god please shut up <laughs> like the entire time you're doing the um the mission where you have to find uh what's his name's dad's sword and he's like a pirate guy and then the one guy steals the information and tries to get the sword before you get there and then the guy comes and he says I caught you. This is all a ruse. Do you guys recall this mission? Not at all. Wasn't that with Kaya? I think it was with Kaya. Was that Kaya's mission? Yes. Was yes, it? it was. Yeah, because he's like the captain of the guard, isn't he? He's the cavalry captain. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a mission that we did, and I explained it perfectly, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. 
So then, like, from that point in the game, like, obviously, you now take the time to do, like, some side missions, and you level up, and you do whatever you need to do to not only raise your player level, but, like, each of your characters. And you go through, and you get, you collect different characters as you go along. So then, like, at that point in the game, is it just now, like, free roam, Lindsay? Like, because obviously you have gone way past that point than that we have. I've only I only have collected four characters. That's as far as I've gone. Yeah, is the traveler's <laughs> story just like uh, kind of the first part before you go to a more open world setting? Yes, you. They do give you an open world, but you also are encouraged to do the main quest mm -hmm. because as you do the main quest, you unlock more world. Um, specifically, Inazuma is that group of islands I showed you guys. You can't get there unless you've done a mission that you reunite briefly with your twin and then book passage on a ship to Inazuma. So um, it, it encourages you to do missions. You don't have to do all the missions, but just the Archon quests. And then you unlock free roam and you can explore to your heart's content. Marley pulled out a small little notebook. Oh, I've I'm just interested. I've just been jotting <laughs> I've just been jotting notes. So when we oh, eventually oh. here's a teaser for our behind the scenes episode um on this game. I was just jotting some notes to that I wanted to remember for for when we get to that oh. point. So yeah, okay. we, okay. we will be doing a behind the scenes look into this game and maybe talk a little bit more about things and stuff i think we should call that the spicy episode <laughs> i'm gonna be talking about music the whole time so you guys just buckle her up buckle up okay buckle you've got music then buckle and in. we'll cover some other things i'll um, cover the spicy stuff <laughs> of course you will because you are spicy stuff <laughs> um okay so Lindsay, what is your most favorite part of Genshin Impact? Um, the characters. characters. I love the character stories. Each character has a unique personality. Um, they do a good job of separating them and not falling into too many, you know, of the same patterns um, for how many characters there are. And some of the characters have really meaningful and impactful story, impact <laughs> stories. Um, that I don't know I really enjoy like doing and like spending time with them and learning about you know the different it's like meeting a different person but without the social exhaust <laughs> like you just get all these different little mini arcs and mini stories and character development in character missions so I think that's probably my favorite that and then just the vast world exploring but does it ever feel like overwhelming? Like there's too much to do? I can see how you guys would feel that way in the very beginning, especially starting now. Um, but it, keeping up with it, like I took a brief hiatus after Leeway. And so Inazuma and um, then Sumeru was released like a week after I started playing again. And that felt like, a little overwhelming but i was also more excited than overwhelmed i was like oh there's so much for me to do and see rather than being overwhelmed and being like oh there's so much for me to do and see you know like almost like it just feels like there's just way too much like i'm never gonna end it like there's no end to this game and maybe that's like i mean obviously that's <laughs> that's kind of the point of an open world exploration type game like i get that but I guess just like for me and like my preferences, I I like a game that has an end. Yeah, I agree with that. I think this one eventually will um, when the story wraps up, but I think it's a long commitment of a game. So I get that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, because I, I have to admit, like, there's been a lot of games that I have played that at first I was super overwhelmed by like Red Dead Redemption 2. I held off playing that game because I was like, no, it's way too big, way too many side missions, too many choices. 
And I finally got into it and was like, okay, you know what? This game is actually really good. It's really organized and I can get my way around. But again, you have to put the hours into it. And even right now with, um, I've been playing Hogwarts Legacy and you finish one thing and then all of a sudden more quests pop up or you run into one more thing and you're like, is this ever going to like give me a break? But I mean, I guess, I guess if you like that kind of thing and you're like, yes, I need more side missions. I need more to like pick from. I like having options and I like just walking around and seeing what I see. Then, you know, it sounds like Genshin is, is definitely like. Like if you really are drawn to those types of games, then Genshin is such a great option, especially where it is free to play. Right. And I would give it credit too, because like a lot of free to play isn't really free to play. Like you have a really hard time leveling up or, you know, you have a hard time getting good gear, but I would credit Genshin because they give you every kind of currency that you could want. And you can earn it fairly easily, maybe not quickly, but easily, um, based on just in-game play, not your wallet. So I I like that component of it, that it's not like, oh, that guy's clearly, you know, paying to play. And he, which is, there's nothing wrong with, by the way, but. But there is it, a big pay-to-play component to Genshin. It's there part is. The, there's part it of the, it's part of the gotcha games where you are trying. A lot of people want to collect them all and get what. Yeah. The high, the newest characters and the newest things. But you can get all of those things if you play the game. Yeah, but do you have time? To, do you have to? Yeah, I'm like that's the thing. Is it sounds like you have to grind? Is A that right? Bit, but it's more doable than other games that I've seen that are free to play where you absolutely have to pay to get anywhere, you know? Mm. I know, like, when... It's, like, it's funny that you mentioned that, too, because, like, like Fortnite, because I've re I've recently gotten a little more into, the, into Fortnite, and, like, you can tell the people who put money into their... Um, into buying outfits um, for their character, because there are some that you just... you can't earn through like like the battle pass and as you play you know mm -hmm. you get xp and whatever but like you have to actually use irl money to get those outfits and if you have multiple because i know how much they cost even for just like a basic one <laughs> and if you were to get multiple outfits you're spending hundreds of dollars on that right and again you can just you can tell who has spent money so you're yeah. saying with genshin you can't really right. tell so I find no. that I find that interesting. Yeah. I think it is I I don't know. That's just something I would credit them for is like Yeah. You can still get what you want. Maybe you won't get the character you want, but if you plan ahead like I do and save up for a character cuz they do like a web stream and they're like, "Hey, we're going to have this character, this, this character and then this character." So if you want one of them, you know to save up for them and then you have a 50/50 chance of getting them. Minimum, if not more. So it's do you ever it's doable. Do you, so like your husband plays, Jahi plays, and mm -hmm. your sister, sisters, or just sister? Sister, singular. Okay. Kimmy. Okay. Um, I couldn't remember if you said both play. Um, but like, and do you do you guys ever like do you do you get a, do you get mad if like one of you gets the character you've been trying for and you don't? No. Like, does that happen? It's no, it, it does, but it's just friendly competition. Like, mm. we have a joke where we'll just send each other a picture with the background being, like, LED lit of that character's element. So if they are a fire character, then they'll put, like, a red background. So we'll just send a picture of our screen with that and just be like, hey, I got this. And then they recently did a really good poll where they got two five-star characters, which is, like, unheard of in one round. And yeah. we were just happy for him. I don't know. I don't, I, I feel happy with the characters I have. And if I want one, then I'll go get them. And if I don't get them, then I'll just kind of laugh and be like, well, I got another catching constellation. So, okay. You know, it is what it is. How is the online aspect of Genshin? Cause we never got to the part where we could actually play with other humans. Um, they have really fun 
um events that they'll do like they recently did one called the wind bloom festival and it's like a hide and seek and i thought that that was really fun um but... like an actual game of hide and seek mm-hmm. in the yeah so you're like, like you're... In, landscape or in the genshin world yeah so they would pick like a small section of the map like um a small village or something like that and you could go hide and disguise yourself as a pot or a plant oh. or a barrel. And then they would be able That's to fun. come and like do an AOE that would just like pulse and reveal anyone in that area. And if you were in it, then you got caught. But um, so it was funny to see like little plot pots and plants like skittering across the road to like go hide. <laughs> it was funny. It was a fun game. Um, so there's online stuff like that. There's also, you can ask for help on domains and boss battles and things like that as well. And that's, that can be useful, especially for newer players. I don't do it often because I find it takes the same amount of time to just do it myself. Um, But it's still really fun online. And if you have like a person, you know, playing the game, you can do the teapot worlds together. Um, You can do free roam together and just kind of explore new areas and, take their calla lilies or whatever so <laughs> how rude yeah it's also really interesting that um about 90 percent of players or the money made is made on mobile the mobile app instead of playing it on console or pc oh that is interesting i didn't know that yeah yeah i i was actually talking to a um a friend at work who recently really got into this game and she actually like said the same thing. She because she's been playing it on console, and she's like, actually, the vast majority of Genshin Impact players are playing it on their phones. Yeah, and I, I thought it. I thought it would have been the other way around. I thought me too. Yeah, like more people it's would not, be playing it. Yeah, it's not easy to play on phone. I mean, you can connect a controller to your phone and play it if you have an iPhone. I think. But it's not as easy. I don't know. I don't. I yeah. I, it's it's like glitchy and delayed is what is what my coworker yeah. said. And I have fat thumbs, so like I have my sausage fingers, and it just didn't seem the most enjoyable way to play the game. But I mean, hey, if you don't have awkward thumbs, then go for it. I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, phoning phone games are the most popular type of gaming out there, so I guess it it's is true. surprising in a way. But no, mm. I didn't even know it was a mobile game, honestly, until I started looking into doing some research on this episode. Hmm. All right. So you guys have been kind of interviewing me. I know you have opinions. Let's hear them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know where to start. every <laughs> character looks the same. And I'm not saying that in like a way of it. They don't have variety in face shapes and face and body shapes. Even the men and the women look sim- similar. They have lots of clothing differences, but I don't think they have a lot of facial differences and body differences or color differences, colors of their skin. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not even, really. A- so like I know there's a huge amount of characters, but but where's yeah, the even- diversity? It's in the yeah. landscape, it seems like. I think it sounds like the the most diversity that they have in the game is the landscapes and the like the different cities, especially with like the expansions that you you were showing us. Because um, like honestly, it seems like the first few areas of the game pretty similar looking, but then once you start going more to the other side of the map. And you see how there's like different inspiration uh, or there's inspiration from, from like different countries, like, like in real world countries. Like, I really like that aspect of it. Like, I think it's really cool that they're pulling that inspiration, but then like what Steph was saying, it's like, so then why aren't they doing the same thing with the characters? Right. So it's, so it is kind of like an interesting thing about the game it's like how are people talking about this like is it is it a concern it is a huge criticism about the game and probably the one i've heard the most about genshin Hmm. and to top it off i think only one or two women wear pants 
Some of them wear shorts. Shorty short shorts. Booty shorts. <laughs> they can wear short shorts if they want. Apparently that's all they want to wear. <laughs> okay, oh, so Steph's a little bitter. Marley. So my, I think my biggest complaint is the game mechanics. I, I don't think given like, yeah, there's a tutorial in the beginning, but I don't feel like it was, it was thorough enough or I don't know what the right word is, but I just, I feel like even after like the first tutorial, I still didn't really know what I was doing with the, with the buttons and the different mm-hmm. menus. Holy crap. There's so many menus. There are a lot to, of menus. To jump, to jump in and out of so much so that I know, I know they covered it early on in, in the tutorial, but there was like a menu that you can pull up to show the different um, missions available. But then like later I had like revisited the game and so maybe it's my own fault for having some time in between of, of sitting down and playing. But then I like was playing around and I'm like, okay, I got the combat. I'm doing okay. I'm traversing the world, like whatever. But then like when it came time to like, oh, okay, you're finished with this part of the prologue. Now to do the next part, you have to um, increase your adventure level, your rank. And I'm like, okay, cool. And they're like, yeah, you can do that by going on different missions. And I'm like, missions, missions, missions. What? Where do we find these missions? And then they don't tell you how to find them Mm -hmm. again. And so I happened upon them by accident. And I was like, oh, here they are. And it was by like, I don't know. It was like holding L1 and doing this button like with your trigger. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. It was like really kind of random. Like it just wasn't very clear. Well, and, and so even like you were saying, Lindsay, like uh, in order to order up, uh, level up, level up, like because we were having a hard time leveling up. Marley and I played for like four or five hours um, in one sitting, and we were just like, "Why aren't we leveling up? We need to be a certain level, and we're not getting there." And you're like, "Well, you have a book, and the books help you level up." Where do they tell you that? Where, where do you figure out these things? So I feel like there yeah. is a big learning curve at the beginning where it's like, yeah. You need better tutorials. Yeah. And sure, you have Paimon there to kind of help guide you, but you get real sick of Paimon real fast. And so you don't want to talk to Paimon. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I, I get it. Like, it is, it's, it, it feels like it's a very technical game. And I don't want to put down the game for that because I think, I think there's definitely a certain aspect of this game, especially with the different elements and the combat that I find really interesting and really cool, like how you can do the combos and things. But to get to that point, and even just, like like I said, navigating the basic menus and the screens, it just felt like it was very, it was like too much, too quick. Mm -hmm. And I had a hard time knowing what I was supposed to do. And so I just, it, it was easy for me to lose interest. And so I just, like I said, I just had a hard time with some of the game mechanics. But I have to say though, I... These are both very valid arguments. (laughs) Yes. But I I do have to say though... Sorry. Sorry. Oh no, you're fine. You're, you're a little delayed. Sorry, Lindsay. Um... No, you're fine. You're fine. But I do have to say, I really think the game is beautiful. The music is beautiful. Like I can totally see why someone could just spend hours hanging out in this world because it's so serene in a way to just like run across the fields and there's just like this really pretty music playing in the background and you can just go explore and have fun and see new things. And, you know, and like, I, I, I can definitely see why people would like that element of the game. And it was really nice to like, as I was wandering around trying to figure out what to do, at least the music was like calming. (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely, I definitely like that aspect of the game. So, yeah, I agree. It's very pretty. Um, 
the worlds are really interesting. I do like that they each have their own distinct elements to them. Um, I the swimming element I hate it as well, but I think I hate swimming in almost every <laughs> game. Well, especially where you like have such a limited stamina level and yeah. you can just like easily die from trying to cross a river or a lake <laughs> and it was the worst when you're like trying to climb up a cliff and you your stamina didn't last all the way up <laughs> yeah so i think i think those yeah like like you were said like they're both pretty valid arguments but i mean Lindsay, like you know we we want to also hear more about like why you love the game so much like what is it that that you're drawn to about it and like why why do people why do people like this game like i'm not trying to be like why would anyone like this game that's not what i'm trying to get at, <laughs> at all like i'm trying to like honestly ask like what what is it about this why game? why genshin why? why genshin yeah um because genshin i'm <laughs> just kidding um because genshin is very I think there's something in it for everyone. If you like doing dungeon crawly kind of, you know, fights and boss fights and, you know, stuff like that, they have that. They have puzzles and different challenges and different like missions where you have to solve a variety of types of puzzles to do. They have story, which is like very huge and broad because there's so many characters but if you take them one at a time, they're very enjoyable. Um, and the overall story is shaping out to be extremely interesting. Um, I just finished part with a character called the Balladeer um, in Sumeru. And there were parts that just like, oh man, they just gave me chills. Like I took a screenshot so I could remember this quote. But there's parts that like... I will want to hear when my parents die. There's parts when I, I want to hear, um, you know, when I, when I'm going through a thing or when I, in, you know, when I'm going through another faith crisis or whatever it is. Um, but one of the quotes that they said is the balladeer is a puppet character. He's not technically human but he's experienced a lot of trauma and he says like, well, I'm all I am is my anger. Or I'm not even human or something like that. And the God of wisdom, Nahida is like to be human is to live with imperfections. You can choose whether or not you want to be human. Um, and she also said like, some things in this world can never be brought back. They can never be changed, which is why there's emotion. Um, and everything you feel is real and lasting and whatever is missing in you will not be made whole, but because it will not be made whole, that's what makes you human. And I was just like, Whoa, you know, like it has some pretty good insights and the writing is really good. It has a little sense of humor in it, um, which I enjoy. And of course there's the vast world, which if you like open worlds, what world is more open to you than the world of Tevat? Like it's gigantic. <laughs> So I don't know. I think, like I said, I think there's just something in it for everyone. Um, and I, I get why it's not a lot of people's cup of tea and I understand why it's not yours necessarily. Um, I mean, it's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. It is, but you know, it, it's not right or wrong to love a game. You don't have to love this game, but I certainly right. do. Yeah, that's why everyone has their own opinions. It's not allowed. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, here at Cutscenes and Cupcakes, we all are on one page all the time. It's true. We are one, of one mind. It's true. It that's why true. there's that's why there's three of us under his eye. Whose eye? Blessed be the fruit. Handmaid's <laughs> 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 tell now, bitches. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> Well, I guess before we rate our game, uh, maybe we should talk about a couple of our favorite characters. Oh, yes. Sure. Um, so I call Kaya. No, I call Kaya. No, I call <laughs> Kaya. Can we not? Have you guys met Deluke yet? Firehead? No. 
Yeah. Yeah, we have. Firehead. He wears he a has, suit. He lives in the vineyard. He has a red long ponytail. Oh. Um, but Kaya has an eye patch, and you know what? That does it for me. Yeah? <laughs> no. No. But I did think he was cool. I also so, thought Mona was really cool. I'm just going to keep talking. Ha ha ha. I also thought Mona was really cute. I liked her witchy aesthetic. Yeah. I like Mona too. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm like, I didn't play super far to like get to know too many characters. Um, I mean, Amber was kind of fun right off the bat because you get like a fire type. And um, look at me. I feel like I'm talking about Pokemon. Um, <laughs> but she, I, I, cause I, I definitely lean towards like the fire types and the reds and everything when it comes to games like this. Um, Marley's a firebender. So I am a firebender. It's true. But I, uh, I liked that. Yeah. Like the first player that you get, I mean, besides traveler, is a fire type. And so that was kind of fun. But then like you get other, I didn't, I didn't like her combat though. I felt like it was kind of weak. Uh, and yeah. like, yeah, I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure you get to like upgrade her weapons or get a whatever and do more stuff with her. But like at a base level, she's kind of weak. So then when I got Kaya, like Steph, you know, was mentioned, like I actually was using him more like as we were going around. Cause I thought he was better. <laughs> I liked his mm -hmm. swords. And then to uh, to reference our uh, our book thing that we kind of sort of teased at the top of this episode, when we were playing, Steph Steph brought it up about how Kaya is like what uh, basically what you kind of think um, the Akatar books, like the fairy boys from those books, yeah. look like. And I'm like, oh. that is the most accurate, like, comparison. Because they're, like, very pretty. Yeah, they're very pretty boys. <laughs> They've got, like, all the armor and all the accessories. And their hair is perfectly quaffed. And they have wings and, like, all these, like, things and stuff. And so it's, like, <laughs> to a T, yeah, you're like, yes. And when I say Akatar, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. Um Awesome fantasy books. I'm sure we talked we talked about these books You've talked in a previous episode. But anyways, yeah, that was like the best comparison. And then at that point, I'm like, okay, Kai is my favorite now. <laughs> yes. When you picture Reese, you picture, yeah, Kaya or uh maybe Firehead. Tamlin. Again? Oh, yeah, Deluca Deluke. Yeah, Deluke, and then yeah. yeah, you have Tamlin and Azriel and Cass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They could all be characters <laughs> in uh, Genshin. Oh, totally. Like they did with Horizon Zero Dawn, where they like brought in like that whole aspect into Genshin Impact. They should do an adaptation of the Akatar books and bring those characters into Genshin because oh it, <laughs> <laughs> it would fit very well. Can you imagine <laughs> those two like fandoms like colliding? Yes, yes. If yes, they yes. do, I'll roll hard and get a character for you to look at. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh goodness. So Lindsay, tell us. A, yeah, your yeah, favorite characters. Uh, I'm gonna try and limit it to five. Um, <laughs> our family, like love, is Zhongli. He's the god of Geo, the Earth God. We love him. He's very attractive and wonderful and he has the best voice actor in the world and then albedo who i want to get a tattoo after um mm. and then kazua who i really just enjoy and i like how he became more even more important with the balladeers arc um rather than just being like the cast out wanderer more like the descendant not not the descender mind you the descendant of like a famous swordsmith and i don't know, i i like his story um and then was that three or four i think that was four i think that was four um i don't know i like clee <laughs> Klee's cute i think clee's really funny but yeah 
those are probably mine. Who's your, so when you say these guys are your favorites, would they, would you say that this is like your dream team? So like when you're picking up your team of four, are all of these on the team or who would your team of four be? My team of four is currently like my main, main team that just makes things pop out of existence. They're so strong is um, Kazua. And then I have Kakomi as my healer. And then I have uh, Raiden Shogun as my DPS or sub DPS. And then I have Nahida as my sub DPS Dendro. And yeah, they just like make people explode. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at all the characters. I like all the characters. It's okay. There's a lot. Who's the most, who's the most recent character that you got, Lindsay? Like, like by the, I don't know what, what's the right term for it? I want to say gambling system, but like, what's, what's the proper term? Wishes, uh, wishes that you wished for or that you got on the banner, quote unquote, yeah. the banner. Um, uh, the most recent one I got is Hu Tao, who is the current ba- banner. She's like this mortuary assistant, um, funeral home owner, ghost fire type. She's what? really cool. She's funny and she's weird and she's quirky. That's um, cool. <laughs> yeah. I like her a lot, but I haven't built a team for her yet, so I haven't played her a ton, but we'll we'll get to that point. So, yeah. You mean you're not going to stop playing anytime soon? Probably not. It's been almost, let's see, it came out in 2020. It's been almost like three complete years this fall, so... Probably not. (laughs) I've really been enjoying this game. I've played a lot of it and I love it for a lot of different reasons. But um, one thing I have to give a shout out to is the community is really amazing for this game. They have an app and it's so positive on there. People just post their fan art and their favorite lineups and different, you know, theories about where the story is going to go. And it's just really fun to be part of that. Um, and just really rewarding to be part of that. So yeah, shout out to the community. And then also I just, it reminds me of Breath of the Wild, which is a favorite and it's just a good game. So yeah. No, I comment about the community that you're just talking about. I, I, I love, I love that that exists because, and even just for any, any sort of like fandom, because Here's the thing, like kind of what we were joking about a few minutes ago about how we all have different opinions, but like we also all have different like things that we're into, obviously. So, and sometimes we're not all into the same stuff. Like even though us three, we have all been friends for a very long time, but we're also really into different stuff. Yeah, and so, we're American girl dolls now. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so like things that I have, like that I know that me and Lindsay are interested in, we'll talk about, or, or like me and Steph will talk about, but like, there's also things that I know you guys don't care about. And so I go to other friends or other communities that I can geek out about the thing with. And so it's so nice that mm-hmm. especially like, especially nowadays with like all the social media and the discords and all of that stuff that that exists, because then we can find our people and find those groups of people that we can go and geek out with and have those positive experiences with, because like, yeah, I'm you, it's no secret. We all know that, you know, the elephant in the room, me and Steph, we didn't, we don't really like this game. And so Lindsay, you know, that you can't necessarily like talk to us, not that you can't, but you don't necessarily talk to us about the game too much. Cause you know, that we're not going to have as a fun response as like someone else is going to not Mm -hmm. that we're going to try and be rude or anything, but we just don't have the same interests and stuff. So I, I want to like, yeah, I want to give that shout out to that community for Genshin as well, because like, it's so great that stuff like that exists. I thought Mm -hmm. I was writing it so well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't wait for the behind the scenes episode. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be interesting and spicy, <laughs> apparently. 
So I'm never spicy. Spicy stuff. Uh, we just um, said. All right, ladies, do we have <laughs> our ratings? My ratings are locked in. Okay. Circle, submit my, my rating is locked in. <laughs> this is not the circle. Oh, dang it. I'm going to give it a, 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 a B minus. No, that's not how we do our ratings here. Oh my gosh. That's okay, not our rating system. <laughs> I wanted it to be five cupcakes. I'm going to give it like two and three quarters of a cupcake. So almost three. So you took okay. a bite out of your third one. Yeah, like it definitely is not my type of game, but I can see the beauty in it. I can see that. I can see that it has potential, I guess is what I'm my biggest like thing for it. Um, and I do feel like maybe see I'm torn because like I, I see Lindsay saying like there's deeper stories and more to it um, that I don't feel like I got. But at the same time, how long do you play a game that isn't holding your interest to get to those things? So I'm, I, it's to, I'm, I'm torn. I mean, I tell people all the time that you have to watch more than like four episodes of Shit's Creek to get into it. So yeah, I, I don't feel like I played a little bit. So yeah, I, there's potential. Not my thing. So yeah, no, I... I, 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 see, I'd, I'd give it more two cupcakes out of five. Again, that's just like, because of my own personal preferences, I, it's not really my type of game either. I also not even just the style of the game. Like it, anime is not really my most favorite art style. I can appreciate it. And like, like I said, it looks good. It's just not really what I'm drawn to. And so with this game, like, Obviously, that's a huge aspect of it. It's very, it's, I mean, it's literally an anime game. Um, but I also can like see, like, and, you know, even after hearing Lindsay talk more about it and everything, like, I can really see why people really like this game. I can see why it's popular. And I think that's great. I just personally don't like super open world games. I don't. I like, I like more structure. Even if there are tons of side missions and things to explore, I like, structure and that's just how i my what keeps my interest in games and if it's not there from the beginning or if i have to put too many hours into it to get to that point and i'm already not really vibing too much with the game i'm not going to stick with it and so i think that's ultimately mm -hmm. like kind of what happened for me with genshin but yeah I think for those who like who like the game, like I think it's awesome that it's still around after all this time, and it's still so popular that that like they keep growing and growing. Yeah, and then they keep making these new areas for you to explore and hang out in, and also that it's a, still a free game. Like this game could have easily been a full price game, but they mm -hmm. but it's not. So I think so. I have to commend. I still I have to commend it for being so popular so popular um and still around after all this time so because we we know yeah. that our beloved red dead online is dead <laughs> <laughs> i killed very it. dead stephanie <laughs> don't do that <laughs> so, yeah. it died a slow death <laughs> a sad slow death just the yes. way i'd kill people if i was a murderer just like arthur Okay, um, well, stay away from Psycho Steph. It's on the record. Um, <laughs> spicy Psycho Steph. What other alliteration can we throw in there? Psycho Killer Steph? Psycho starts with a P. But it has alliteration. No, it has uh, consonants. Steph starts with a P. It's <laughs> <laughs> silent. I wish my name started with a P. Steph. <laughs> Anyways, let's hear let's hear um a little maybe a little bit more positive rating. Um I'm gonna give it like a 4.5 out of five. Um, I was ready for you perfect. to rate it like a two again, Lindsay. Just <laughs> no surprises all. <laughs> 
No, that's not accurate. I really like this game. Um, It's not perfect. It did take some time to get into, and I, you know, I fell in love with it when I first started playing it, but that's for different reasons. I love it now. And I'm really excited to see where the story goes. Um, And I'm really excited to see where the gameplay goes, too, and what future events are going to unfold. But, um, yeah, so 4.5 for me. Well, it's not a bad average out of 15. That's like a a nine and a half. Oh, did you? We are like halfway there. Did you just add up all our scores? I did, yeah. That's how that works. Nice. All right, ladies, do you have some not a sponsors ready? Yeah, and we can we can go pretty quick with these. Let's do because it's want. almost an hour. So okay, let's do a I'll go first. one or two minutes. I'll go first. Okay. okay. Um, I should have taken more time to think about this, but that's okay because I'm just gonna pick a book that I just recently listened to that I was um that's really captured my attention. Okay. So this audiobook that I listened to recently is called Last Girl Ghosted by Lisa Unger. And it's very much like a I mean it's it's you know it's kind of like a true crime, not true crime. It's not based on anything. Just a what crime? is a thriller? A thriller. Yeah. Um but it's like a it's a like false a false di- crime. A false crime. It's not true. It's fake. Um but it's about a girl who starts like she's she's on dating apps and she meets a guy and they hit it off and they even had gone on a couple of dates and then she kind of slowly not slowly she like kind of opened up to him about her um she had like a really tragic past um i can't remember which one was her story cuz they go over a couple different people but basically like it's like some some crazy story where like her mom died in a fire really young and she has a hard time with that, whatever. So some really crazy, tragic thing that happened in her childhood. And so she kind of opens up to this guy about it and tells him, Hey, this is what I went through when I was younger. And it's obviously affected me throughout my life. And then the next day he ghosts her and she's like, Oh my gosh. Like, did I open up too much too fast? Like what's wrong with me? And so she starts doubting herself obviously. And it's really hard. But then she, then she realized like uh, this PI um, contacts her and starts like talking to her about this other girl who went missing. And he believes that the last guy that this girl dated was the same guy that she had gone on a date with so anyways you basically find out there's kind of this guy who's somewhat of a tinder swindler if you catch my meaning and um and it's just really sinister and you find that he has like this like attraction to like a certain type of girl and it's usually girls who have like really tragic pasts and so he had a thing like that with guys in high school yeah I did. I mean, not quite. Like she wasn't the Tinder swindler, but she did like. <laughs> but yeah, I, I so took it, in a few strays, but you know. But I'm yeah, it now. was. <laughs> but yeah, it was a really, really interesting. Um, like, like I said, like a thriller kind of murder mystery type, um, novel, and it was, it was really like I couldn't put it down some days because I'm like, hey, what is going to happen next? So if you like that kind of book, um. And also, if you want to be terrified of online dating, um, you should read this book. Nice. Excellent. Steffers? Uh, my not a sponsor is just going to be our sister podcast, Age of Geek, the <gasps> podcast. Um, it's just, it's been a project that Mar and I have been working on, and we've had a bunch of other Age of Geek people on. We need to have Lindsay on. We need to have... Uh, several other people on, but it's been a lot of fun. Our last episode we did was um, black superheroes. You should know for black history month. And it was a really good conversation. Um, We talk about Marley and I have talked about uh, reality TV shows. Um, Blake will do, my husband will do like episodes and they'll talk about Branders, Brian Sanderson, Branderson. So yeah, it's just, it's Brandon Sanderson. 
Yeah, Brandon Sanderson. Branderson. Did no, I say Brian I you said Sanderson? Brian Sanderson. Yeah. I say Brian Sanderson a lot, actually. I don't know why I mix up. It's Brandon Sanderson because it's Brando Sando. Um, so yeah. Oh. Check out the check out another podcast, Age of Geek. It's the second best one after cutscenes and cupcakes. It's true. And actually, the day before this episode comes out, we will have released an episode about the latest Marvel movie, Ant-Man Quantumania. And it's going to be a hard one to talk about because that movie, it might be spicy and I won't even be there. I know. I told them they didn't want me to talk talk about this. Movie. I mean, we said we did and you still declined, <laughs> but it's fine because we've got a good group um, already booked for it. And I'm excited to, to hear what everyone has to say about this movie. That was something else. That it, that it oh, was. Boy. That it was. Um, my not a sponsor is a, I believe it's a Danish television show. It wasn't Swedish. I think it was Danish, but it takes place in Denmark. I, I don't know. Anyway, it was called The Investigation and it's a little true crime, um, mini series documentary thing, kind of like doc drama about, um, the murder of a woman who he dies in the submarine the guy who took her in like his homemade summary submarine she was an oh. investigative journalist i guess yes this is a real and story so, i thought it was like a procedure yeah 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 um the story was creepy and sad and very sad but and like it's a very slow burn um almost boring <laughs> thing to watch but i enjoyed it because it goes to show like how much work police have to go to like there was this cut and dry situation like okay she was in a submarine with one guy and then he says it was an accident but he dismembered her body and threw it away and you know like you know why would you do that and um so it seems like a cut rhyme of like who did it and why, but they have to go through so much work to prove it beyond reasonable doubt that it, I don't know. It just gave me a huge appreciation for like that side of criminal justice. Um, and then, yeah, it was just an enjoyable little show. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it for like when you need a thriller, but it is like a, you know, kind of like a slow, I don't know why I'm using this metaphor because I've never seen like a drama. A like cigarette. it's maybe it's maybe yeah. a little more of a drama <laughs> than a thriller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was good. So I remember when that story came out. Um and it was bananas. And you're like, what is this? But it's a true story. I've never heard of it's it. It's kind of crazy. So look into it it's an interesting like at least read the wikipedia um it's it was interesting <laughs> there's a current buzzfeed article about um unsolved mysteries that was giving me anxiety but also is the kind of shit i'm into so what do i do with that hmm. so if you want to go look up unsolved Ooh. mysteries buzzfeed has an article you share it with me I yes yeah link it in our <laughs> chat okay I will do that but you guys we are so excited right. to do a behind the scenes episode next week um and we have some fun things coming up for you guys this month so stay tuned check us out on all the social medias check us out uh streaming on twitch and then also join our discord so that that's not too much you have to do listen to our podcast follow us everywhere yes please join our discord yeah and the discord Damn. is easy you just do discord.ageofgeek.com and then you get to talk to your favorite people and we are fun to talk to yeah and we use our cute little twitch emojis as our profile pictures we're so cute we are cute <laughs> i'm grumpy <laughs> perpetually 
Well, until <laughs> hey. <next laughs> friends, why don't you grab a friend? <laughs> Eat some cupcakes. Eat some cupcakes. Nope. <laughs> we have a lag. And play some and video play games. Some- <laughs> oh, professional. <laughs> professional status. Bye. Someone press end. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This has been an Age of Geek media production.